Bet, bet, bet. Caesar. We're live. Oh, we live. Oh, okay. Just like that. We live, Just like baby. That, we live. See? Uh, and it's funny because you're 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 on my ass. Uh what was it last week? About why aren't we doing a, a UFC pod, preview pod? And I was like, dude, I'm in Tennessee. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, I just figured you didn't want that smoke. I just figured you just, ah, he was like, ah, I just figured you were, ah, I want I want an easy week this this UFC week. Um, You know how I am with Izzy and how much I crap I give you. Imagine on an actual Izzy fight week, which has been a while. What do you think? Especially since, oh, well, go, go. I was going to say, but I'm here. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I I'm, I'm a little about. surprised. I'm a little surprised, honestly, we're doing this. But uh, <laughs> how, did, how did you feel this fight week compared to last fight week? Because last time it was in Houston. So, like, did you feel anything? What do you mean? I don't know. Just there's something when it's fight week, you know? And I didn't, like, did you feel something this week? Uh, like, leading up into this, especially it being international fight week. And uh, I know so, you were a little of, busy. Sort of. I was. I'm yeah, busy. So yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I still kept up with it. I was still. Uh, I watched the press conference. Sean Strickland, very entertaining. Um, yeah, probably the highlight of the week was the the <laughs> press conference was really good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, I know how you. I know. I, look, I already know where you're going with this, so. Let's just, All right. Let's just skip, okay. skip the skip the whatever you're going for. Let's just get to it because okay, he All is right. the he is the main event, so he is going to. We got to start there. First. We got to start there. Yeah, my biggest regret in my life up to now has been that I bought this UFC and not last UFC, uh, pay per view. So oh, especially, yeah, especially that being one of the like most underrated best cards, and then this one being one of those. Oh, you know, it's a stacked card, but realistically, we all knew eh, not much was going to be there. Um, yeah, I mean, Izzy did what I knew Izzy was going to do. He uh, jabbed from a distance. By far, his best weapon of the night was his jab. That was his jab, bro. That that was it. Um, but Cannoneer was also scared to go into the gunfight, gun like to go into just he couldn't be reckless. He had to be. He was very smart, and by being smart, you back up from Izzy. I don't know, man. Izzy even said it was an off night. I don't think it's an off night. I think it's just people are starting to realize it, that this is the best you can do. <laughs> like, it is. And realistically, I saw a tweet of it, and it is true. I haven't seen Izzy improve much. He's fighting exactly the same that he fought Yoel Romero back in who knows when, where they just kind of stood there and looked at each other for 25 minutes. I don't know. I haven't seen much improvement on his side. Didn't see much of fight. He won, sure. Uh, he won by unanimous decision, but each round was pretty close. He like barely won each round. Uh, as far as like damage, significant strikes, uh, pacing, like all that clinch work. Like there was, sure he he beat, but like I don't know. There wasn't anything like there was no there was no highlights even on the UFC like of of the main event because. There was nothing. There was no decisive like his walkout, <laughs> which even then, bro, I was a little bored. Honestly, I from his compared to his uh, Robert Whitaker uh, walkout when he did when he won the title where he did flips and choreography and all that stuff. For me, this was lazy. 
you copied another man's idea and then you just walked out like you literally just walked i was bored especially from a guy that's never seen you uh wwe i was like luckily i had some friends there that they they kind of explained what was going on and they were like oh let's see if he does this sure enough he didn't do it because if he would have, it would have made it more entertaining. If, if not, is he? If it's talking about Eddie, then oh my god, he not even pleased. No, 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 no. Like, <laughs> but not even him. Just that was the overall consensus that I got. Sure, there was the Izzy ass kissers that was like, oh, it was great and it brought you. No, it wasn't. It, it was boring. Like he walked out there as boring. The biggest. The biggest entertainment event that I saw explained was from Chill, who said, Izzy never broke character. If Izzy for one second would have like been impatient or tried to rush or looked up or something, the whole illusion would have been gone. So the illusion of him, no, bro, it was whack. Like it just, he walked out there, he looked down the whole time, and no, I, I just wasn't really impressed. Uh, and uh, But then for him to do that fight, like, I mean, if I was the Undertaker, I'd be like, "Bro, don't can y'all not don't don't include me in that ever again?" Because that was that was whack. Like people walking out after two rounds, did no, no, no. For the main event, people walking out after like, yeah, no, I, I wasn't I wasn't impressed, and I I was just left with a sour taste in my mouth. Because I was like, man, I spent my money on this, and I knew what was gonna happen, but I still fell for it. It's the Mayweather effect, the legalized bank robberies, as they call um. them. I think you're a little hard on the man. I mean, I'm starting to come your way, but you're a little hard on the man. The walkout was pretty cool. Um, it was unexpected. Kind of like, whoa, damn, that's pretty cool. He did that. Like, just paying homage to a legend. I don't watch WWE either, but I know who The Undertaker is, so that was pretty cool. And... um as far as the fight, though, uh, I don't think it was really close. I mean, Jared, like, I think it was, like, the third round, Jared kind of had a pretty good round. That was probably his best round. I don't know if it was the second or third. I, I'm, I'm leaning towards the third. Um, I think that was definitely one of his best rounds. But, I mean, Izzy had control. It's hard with that distance, the length that Izzy has. Um, he was popping that jab, though. That jab was... That was a na- <laughs> hey, no lie. That was a nasty jab. <laughs> no cap, bro. <laughs> nasty, Holy nasty God. jab he had going going on. But the thing is, Cannoneer is just too small. Um, and doesn't know how to properly cover the distance. Um, and I feel like that's essentially the problem with everybody he faces in middleweight. He's very long, tall for middleweight, which is why. Everybody wants to see Alex Pereira because Pereira's just as long and lengthy as him. Um, also, I, look, yes, his fights are becoming boring. His fights, he's becoming a boring fighter. Okay. I, I, Mia fell asleep. Mia was supposed to be my USC partner. She fell asleep. I was kind of just like, oh, whatever, you know, at the same time, we were on Eastern time. It's different, bro, because over there is an hour later. So, you know, (laughs) midnight, I was like, bro, I'm trying to go to sleep. Izzy, let's go. Like it was one. It was one a.m. for us. (laughs) Yeah, that's bro. And 
one thing I will give Izzy credit for, which I think I haven't heard anybody really talk about it, is that maybe I, I was thinking about it. If he didn't possess any power, like if he was just like a lanky dude, no power in his strikes, I feel like these fight, all these past fights would have been totally different. But I feel like his opponents get surprised by the power. Therefore, no. they they don't want to come in on that. On, on the contrary, I, I think they see how defensive Izzy is and how quickly he backs off. And he's gone. And fuck, he's out of my range. Like, Izzy, it's not that he stands there and bangs and you have the Cannoneers backing up. It's that Cannoneer gets close. And I do think that it's the opposite. I even mentioned it. I was like, man, look, I think Cannoneer realizes that Izzy doesn't possess as much power and it's more of a volume. Who who has Izzy knocked out besides Costa, who was reckless, and and the the, the Whitaker? Like besides that, there's not there's not much. And sure, they were they were reckless. That's On the contrary, difference. Costa wasn't really reckless. He just wasn't doing shit. Not nah, well. Yeah, for, that's the whole thing. He froze and so and he's so, electric, like But it's like when Cannonier gets in, there was even like this illustration that like a little meme that showed. But yeah, he's gonna kick you. So when you start to get in. Instead of being like Volkanovski and start shoot, start punching you when you get in range, and then back, Izzy just runs away, and he's on the other side of the octagon, and you're like, "Crap, here we go again. Let me try to get near him again. You got to do the double, get all near him, and then when you get near him, Izzy runs away, and then crap, here we go again. Let's go get near. Him. It's not that Izzy stands in the gunfire, and they're like, "Bug, let me not, let me not get right." Is that he runs away? So you have to be dumb and literally just run in there. Uh, and if you're a little bit smart like Kananir is, it is going to become boring because Israel's not going to stay there and dodge and, and avoid them and counter. At this point, he's just running away. And it's kind of embarrassing. That's why it's not close because he keeps running away. He uses his length very well, but very different than like an O'Malley. O'Malley right now is on the offensive. Izzy now is strictly defensive. That's, he kept his arm up the entire time. Never let that left hand go. Just keep in the distance. Keep in the distance the entire time. That's measuring the distance, fool. He has to measure the distance. After 25 minutes, and you're using that to run away. Like, a guy at that length, the champion, like, sure, he can be smart. And that it it, sure, it's very smart to keep the distance. for. But that's a sparring session. We had a sparring session. We paid to get an inside look at Izzy sparring. And maybe his sparring beats out some of the best competition. But I still don't want to see him sparring. So I'd, I want you to knock him out. If this is your sparring, your off night, still dominated, whatever. Cannonier walked out there like, like nothing. Ready to go for the next fight. Come on, man. That's, that's, not a dominating champ. that's not a dominant champion. That's a champion who wants to retain his title, wants to keep the money, but people are slowly catching on. And it, so- it does make the next fight more interesting. So I was listening, I believe, to Ariel Hawani and he made a good kind of observation. I mean, he wasn't saying this is true, but he said with GSP, when he lost to Matt Hughes, he, he changed his game. Like he, he became more, he took less damage, changed his game up to be more protective of himself, et cetera, et cetera. He was saying, do you think when Adesanya lost to Jan, when he went up to 205, that that changed every, like that kind of changed his 
psyche. Like he had, he was undefeated up until that point. And even though he didn't get like knocked out or anything, he he lost his first UFC fight. Maybe he just didn't. I mean, he the thing is, he, he was all right. Let me just continue. Ariel was saying, like, d- does he just was that did does he not want to feel that that feeling of losing again? So he he is fighting the way he's fighting because he knows it will work. I think that's it, just who he is. I think it, I think it, he's not it, a knockout. It's, and it's kind of interesting because, you know, we talk about one of the thing. One of the main arguments you have is that he's a counter, counter, counter striker. Like you need to come at him for him to have success and actually like knock you out or whatever. I didn't think about this honestly until you brought him up a few minutes ago. The Paulo Costa fight. Honestly, a Paulo Costa fight is a perfect example of Costa didn't do anything, but Izzy was on the attack. We're talking 2020, dude. Like I said, the only highlights they show of Izzy are Costa. Get over him, bro. Get over him. He broke up with you. Y'all broke up. Like, move on, bro. Since then, Izzy has defended his title against Vittori. We don't talk about that because it was born. Against Jan, we don't talk about that because it was born. Against Whitaker, we don't talk about that because it was born. And now, nobody's ever going to talk about this Cannoneer fight because it was born AF. Like, sure. Like, all, bro, every single, and the next fight, next time he fights, the only highlights are going to be of Costa. You watch any interview of Izzy that's not like media, that's not like UFC media, it's like anywhere outside. Yo, but Costa, Costa, he, that's all he talks about. Costa, Costa. And I can promise you, he won't do a rematch. He will never give Costa. Because I do think Costa would fuck him up a little bit more in the, in the rematch. Um, but Izzy is not, like, he is very good with keeping this illusion, but people are starting to catch on. But that's my question to you. Where do you think that went? Like, why, you know, you, you have a Costa. He got the money. Cool. He got the money. Every, it happens to every champion. You get the money, you get but the title. Just, you don't want to lose it. He, he had just, just gotten got it. Money. He had just gotten it. But now, right now, where he is right now, let's let's realize where he is right now. Has one of the top contracts of the USC. Makes millions, makes buckets. He knows the second he loses in his division, that illusion is the god is the king that that's bleeding. That illusion is gone. Right now, the illusion is still there because he lost to a bigger man. He lost to a man that he was he dared to be great. I went out of my way and I lost. Oh well, in my division, I'm still the king. When somebody beats him, once they figure out his game plan. It's a wrap. Right now, they're slowly figuring it out. Slowly. And it could be Eugene, the Eugene, like the could be the the whatever. They're figuring him out, man. And I I've I've been tired of this guy for a while. Great, I mean, good. He's good, but a little too good. And that sucks, man. Well, um one of the arguments that was made too is that <clears throat> Izzy is a very active fighter. Therefore, more than usual, there's a lot more tape on him. There's a lot more for for the there's a lot more for the opponent to study re whatever an active blah, blah, blah. really active champion compared to like an Oliveira, Volkanovski, uh, Ngannou if he didn't have all these problems with the UFC because before that he was fighting like crazy. Uh what about the I mean, the whole the, like is he really or is he just a champion that is he's an active champ champion yeah, typically sometimes like yeah okay. they can go AWOL, like the Ngannou, so, so and it's very noticeable it's it's, ha- but, it's half the, what it's two half fights year. two fights a year he's fought two times every year that's not i mean i get it but 
on the contrary, if he only fought once a year, then we would be like, oh, man, fuck this champion. Like, Aljamain. Like, Aljamain fought once a year and so much crap. Like, you can realize it. He fought two times a year. What about your and, boy Habib? And they were, and they were all – Habib's not around. <laughs> like, we're talking about right now. You're saying he's an active champion. How is he an active champion? It, two times a year it's an active champion? Because that's a very low standard. Is it? Then that's cool. If, if two mean, times who, a year. Now, there, there, there might be other. Look at Oliveira, bro. Oliveira fought three times in one year. And then he I'm keeps going, bro. Like, no, no, no. I get it. If you have to think about it, then you're just like, we're just giving Izzy all these credit because he's fighting. It's fight. We, we got to give him something. But he's a regular champion. He fought February. He fought July. I think that's a wrap. He even he said he's already starting to avoid the next fight. He's like, oh, yeah, I know uh, whatever Pwaha or whatever he calls him is next. But we will see, man. I, I need to take a break. Uh, you know, I'm a very active fighter. What? You're not. The- yeah, but I need to take a break. You know, Pwaha just need to wait. And he's already doing that. He's waiting. He's not going to fight anymore this year because he knows. He's, he's going to fight by the end of the year. He's, he's going to fight by the he's end not, of the year. He's not fighting this there, year, bro. There's good- I, I died him. Oh, come on. Want to bet? I, I can, dude, I can feel it, bro. He's, right now, the illusion, he, again, he's the, the king that's bleeding right now. People are on his ass right now. If he fights next, he needs to knock out that dude. And Izzy knows he can't knock him out. Izzy cannot go into another five-round decision. Here, here, no. Here's my question to you. Are you buying Adesanya versus uh, Alex Pereira? Yeah, but just because I'm a UFC fan, man. And just because I know there will be other fights on that card. They're, they have to stack it up because Izzy is a born. They had Holloway as the co-main. Like, realistically, that should have been the main event. But because Izzy gets paid more, Izzy has that big contract, whatever, that illusion was still there. They're trying to keep up that illusion because he is, you know, a long defending champion. But it's, it's a wrap on his, on his illusion. Like, it's not, it's not looking good on him, man. For me to be going through all his highlights and I just see decision, round five. Five minutes. Decision. Round five. Decision. Round five. Decision. Round five. Decision. Round five. Decision. Round. Like that's embarrassing, bro. That's crappy. I don't want that as a champion. Maybe that's how he wants to win, and at the end of the day, it's just about winning. It doesn't matter how you win. I get that argument. As a fan, I don't like it. If you like Izzy, cool. Like, hey, he's winning. Cool. I've seen <clears> literally. <throat> I've seen this literally split half and half. But I want to see things shaken up. I'm bored of the the same crap. So. You know, I'm at this point, I'm kind of it's a wrap. Sure, I'll buy it, but uh, not because of Izzy. Like, I, I don't think he brings much. Is it going to be because of Alex Pereira? Like, let's be real. Come on. And, but I realistically, mean, it'll be next year. Like, I wouldn't even doubt it if it's like with Conor McGregor or something like that. Like, like it needs to be that big. They need to bring back Izzy. Like, they uh, right now, he's like, they just brought him like he was drowning. And like he's and right now they're like, they're giving him CPR and the UFC is going to have to put him. Because, dude, the next fight, do you think there's going to be any Cannoneer highlights? They fought for 25 minutes. You think in the next fight, there's going to be any highlights of this fight? He popped a few mean jabs, bro. Bro, bro, that's the, we, I, spent <laughs> my, I spent my money on that event for it to pretty much never have happened. It, it's a waste. It, it's crappy. It's sucky. As a fighting fan, that's not what you want. You want, you want to be entertained. You don't want all your guests to have fallen asleep. Like that, that sucks, man. And so, yeah, you know, I thought I learned my lesson, but here we go again. Like, literally, when Jan fought Izzy, I had people over. Everybody fell, fell asleep. Uh, the, the, the other, I think the, I mean, well, the, I think that, the only that, reason. That, that, that was Jan's really? Fault. The, the, oh, okay. Here we go. Here we go. 
that that's what has always happened. Oh, it was Jan's fault. Oh, it was Whitaker's fault. Oh, it was Vittori's fault. Oh, it was no, this. no, that one, that was blame I mean, it on was, Izzy. Is Izzy's was, fault? Why? Because his, he could he kept getting taken down. Why did he get up? Why <laughs> did he get up? He should have gotten up. I mean, he knew what could have happened. But even then, like I even when they were standing, like I don't think it was as dominant as Izzy thinks it was. I think it was a pretty even stand up. And then he had the upper hand in the MMA. It sucked, but he was defending his title for the first time. I get it if he's like, I'm not fucking losing no matter what. And I get it for Izzy if he did that in the first few fights. But at this point, I'm like, okay, I see what you're doing. Props for having the Mayweather effects. Mayweather's one of the most uh, successful athletes of all time. Cool. But at this point, I, I need to move on. I'm, I'm tired of this. So... <clears throat> That's All my right. overall take on that that whole card. But you I mean, made, you 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 made your point. Yeah. Um, moving on. Speaking of champions that continue to improve over and over again, Alex Volkanovski, bro. Volkanovski versus Max Holloway, dude. Volk is on a different level, dude. I that's I, I saw it as soon as like halfway through the first round, and I think Volk even felt it when he said like. He mentioned something about like I'm just too fast for you, bud, and I'm just like, oh my god. Yeah, he god, was taunting. This... He was he taunted him a lot. He taunted him like, a lot. I'm like, dude, this is the same Max Holloway we like have like worshipped for yeah for the longest, and Volk is making him look like he's another scrub in the featherweight division. Like he's just some schmo Joe. Yeah, and. Yeah. Not only that, 50-45 all across the board. I mean, yeah. I kind of, it's I can't blend, knock him for not finishing Max Holloway because nobody, you can't even. Yeah, that's, no that's the only. Yeah. yeah, that's the only no, thing you can say. Like, I, I, I can't blame what, him for not wanting. But I, I, I sent you a chart that has like all the champions, current champions, and their their finishes, finish rate, whatever, as like when they fight for the belt or whatever the fuck or in the UFC, I think in the UFC and at the bottom was Izzy and Volk were the same. I think four out of 12, but I was like, Volkanovsky, you got to take off the Holloway three. Cause they don't count. Cause Holloway, nobody, you can't, well, I, don't know, Holloway. I don't know about that. My thing would just be that those lower divisions, like they're not known for knocking people out. They're known for being technical and Volkanovsky is technical hell like he is okay. quick it's, it's, he's good like no that's all they, they don't knock each other that's why when you 45 yeah one foot still that's why when you had the conor mcgregor it was so unheard of because he was knocking everybody out but you had aldo who was a, he wasn't knocking people out like crazy. he was just good he was just really good and you can tell just by looking at him like for example volkanovsky didn't uh knock out brian ortega but you're like damn well, that's 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 the equivalent of like knocking him out. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Volk, uh, Brian Ortega is another. He's a he's different from Max, but he's just a zombie. He just doesn't go down. He just do, he just stays standing up, do, 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 just taking hits. Do, 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 and, but, and he gave him his best thing, like the 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 submissions, everything. He, yeah. he passed through everything. So like, yeah, that's like, I mean, it was. Now he knocked out the other guy, the uh, Korean uh, zombie. Korean zombie. Uh, but that one was a mismatch. That was a that's crazy. But again, that's the top of the division. And I'm here sitting like, oh, that's a mismatch. Like, that's crazy. And Holloway, he did what Hol- to Holloway what Holloway does to everybody else. And it is a wrap. That's as, con- con- like, as f- conclusive. That's the word. Uh, I don't know why it tripped me up so much. As it can be. Like, honestly, that's better than if Volkanovski or if somebody would have gotten knocked down in the first round. 
I would have been like, fluke. Yeah. Run it back. Yeah. Or it's just like, like, ah, like when they get caught or they made a mistake. But this was just a complete dumb. And considering, again, this is what they say. I don't know that Volkanovsky broke his, his thumb in the first round. Uh, he said as he was walking out the, 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 the octagon, like the, going back into the rooms, he was like, fuck my hand, I broke it in the front. And then apparently Eugene Berman said that he told them, like, I don't care about your bloody hand. Like, we can't do anything about it right now. Like, I need to, like, just ignore it. And for him to still go on and do all that, like, that was very impressive. So, great champion. However, we're back to my problem, which is I'm bored. He's too good. So, how do we make him interesting? He is a genius. You but move at, him up. But at least it, it's not... It's a different like it's type a, of boring. It's, it's, it's a different it's, type of boring. It's, it's a more it's, it's of a, I, I, I know what's going to happen. It's not the same issue as Izzy. No, it's no, just no. that Alex is just. I, I want mean, him to see. He's, I want going, him he's going in there. He's going yeah. in there. And he's, he, dude, those combos he was putting up, bro, I was just like. And then Max was just like slow as molasses. I'm like, what is going on? Why does Volkanovsky just keep getting like better and better? Yeah. And it just. It amazes me, and I told you, like, Volkanovski's Charles Oliveira's biggest threat, man, and that for that lightweight belt, bro. Make it happen. Okay, well, whoever the lightweight champion is, like, I do think Volkanovski would be a very sister, because he is very good. Uh, and at this point, he just needs harder competition, or higher, maybe the bigger class would be, because, again, I don't think he's going to have to come much weight. You know, he's good with, uh, hey, he's he, just he good said, all around. He, so. said in his, he said in his post-fight, like, I like to stay active. This division isn't giving me active active enough. Let me go up, get the belt. And now, what I would say is that I don't think you can defend two champions. Like I, I do think like you may like again. You don't know what could happen. You don't know what could happen. Like you could get uh, hurt and one. Like I don't think he wants to be fighting four times a year against like lightweights. Maybe okay. like in his division, okay, he's shown okay. that. Bro, well, again, he, he, if again, if Izzy is fighting two times a year and that's an active fighter, that's two defenses per year. We're talking about two titles now. He says he wants to keep them both active. That's min, minimal for defenses in one year. We're Wolkanowski is saying I'm willing to fight four times in one year, right? That logic yeah, that's, makes that's sense. Reason, that's reasonable. So, so now you're saying that he can fight four times. That's what three months a camp. For the top of the divisions of two divisions, one being bigger than the one you were ready for. That that would be the one. And if he wins the lightweight, oh, you know the Gagey's Dustin Poirier. They're like, yo, tapping in. Where you at? <laughs> hey, where like knocking on his door? Like, yo, I'm ready to fight. Let's go. I I want to mm-hmm. fight for that belt. What's up? I I'm at the top of this division. Everybody is going to be gunning for that belt. So it is going to be very hard to defend. That's why I haven't been a fan. Now I'm also not the fan of the Conor McGregor. Just kind of getting both belts, holding on to both, going off the deep end, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, I, I this is why the whole double belt throws me off. Always I think, has. I think if, if, big if, Volk were to go up, get the belt, double champ, I think he would have, out of all the double champs, he would have the most success attempting yeah. to, to defend. defend both oh. divisions. Just because yeah. that we, that's just how he is. Like, he's not, yeah. He's he's going up. He's not saying like I want to go up because I want I want this legacy or anything. He's like, bro, this division's not keeping me active enough. Let me just go up, get another belt, so I can stay active, bro. Like, yeah, but, but let's say he does go up, gets the belt, and let's say, for example, Justin Gagey is the the next contender again. Maybe he beat out everybody. He's not. 
Gagey and Volkanovski fight, Volkanovski's not fighting in two months. He's going to need a good six-month break to get back around. And now you're slowing down two divisions. First now that all, division's waiting, but the other division now has been waiting for the three-month camp and now has to wait maybe another six months or whatever. Or if you broke your hand, like he just broke his thumb, for example. That's going to take some time to heal, man. Like it's not, we're not talking that he's going to get knocked down in each one, but you get, bro, he's fighting. And now we're talking about he, the weight cuts are a little different. Like I get it. I do think he'll be able to do it. Maybe three defenses in one year. One, two and one, maybe two and 145. A good one, a good like, I profile one in 155. Everybody's happy. I wouldn't complain about that. One different, like, I, I just, like, for example, the other one would be the Amanda Nunez. Had the two belts, but one division barely existed. Like, there was no competition. <laughs> Nobody was gunning for that belt. And this, he has, Volkanovski would have the belts of two of the most sought-after belts. 155 and one for, like, everybody's gunning for those belts. So, it's just uh, crazy to imagine. And it would be wild to see in our time. I mean, I would be all for it. I'm a fan of Volkanovski. I think he's a killer. I think he's getting better after every fight. That's a guy that you can tell is getting better after every fight. Each fight, you're like, God damn. He's I think, I think it just depends on timing. Like, if he were to do it, like, exactly right now, which is not going to happen, it will be perfect because people in the featherweight, like, there's no clear number one contender. People need to fight each other, especially now that, you know, is somebody going to need to beat Max? Is is Max like oh, yeah. that like guy that needs? Huh? There's no, there's no next right now. Yeah, exactly. So, so that that's the thing about featherweight right now. That's why it would be perfect timing. But at the same time, realistically, um, what you call it? Um, Charles Oliveira needs to defend his belt against uh, Islam. So that still needs to happen. Which I hope they do that in Brazil. I think they need to. Charles has done done a lot. Uh, as a champ, to, he deserves it. The idea is to keep it neutral because there's no champion right now. He's not the champion. Maybe if he would have had the champion, the championship, but like technically, you know. Hey, hey, shut up. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm like, not, I'm not, no, 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 I'm not, no, 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 I'm, not I'm not even saying it for me. Like, dude, if he does it in Brazil. Name, the champ has his name and his name is Charles Oliveira, bro. Yeah, and it's funny no, I, 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 saw, I get, it. I, saw, I, get it. I saw, um, uh, you know, they they were doing the camera shots of celebrities and fighters, whoever. They they did Dustin Poirier, and then he got like Justin Gaethje was behind him, and like they're all smiling. I'm like, the two guys, uh, hey, the two guys that got. Finished they had by. all, they had them all lined up, bro. And like you had like, for example, Gilbert Burns was there right behind Usman, and stuff like that. And I'm just like, man, like that's, it's it's because it's just a, it's not like you got dunked on, bro. You got knocked unconscious. Like the other two got choked out. Yeah, Charles stuff like, was there too. Yeah, no, exactly. But but that's the that's what I'm saying. Like that's the sport. Like it's not just like oh, bro, I lost you. When you lose a fight, it's a whole different feeling. So like I get it. They're professional and they're like, but man, just from like the outside looking in, like seeing a guy do all that punishment to you and for you to just end and be like, all right, man, well, you know, appreciate it, bro. You know, go do your thing. You know. All love and respect. <laughs> Bro, I'd be pissed off. Like, I, you wouldn't see me for months. Dr. Stoppage. Dr. Stoppage. <laughs> yeah, for example, well, I mean, speaking of that, for example, the next one, Sean Strickland. Like, after all that crap you've been talking, bro, to get knocked out in two minutes. Like, how do you, for him to we make that video. happen. I know, man. But for him to make that video and just be like, yeah, man, you know, I thought I could. Like, I would just, it's, it's hard. Like, it is a hard sport. That's the whole uh, agony and, what is it? The thrill and the agony or thrill something like that? Agony. 
thrill and victory, agony and defeat. Yeah, of the sport. Um, because yeah, like you get those really high moments, but those low moments, like losing a fight, there's just I don't think there's anything like did, it, man. Did you see the video I sent you uh, on Twitter of? So went around. It was actually Gilbert Burns who recorded it, which is pretty funny. Of Michael Chandler and Dustin Poirier jawing off at each other in the in the stands before oh, the fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, Dustin changed, bro. He ain't the same, bro. He ain't the same, bro. And like, I I'll give Michael Chandler a pass because I know Michael Chandler is all about the entertainment. Like, he's all about the promo, the entertainment. That's what he he talks about it, bro. He that he's there for that. He's all about it. Dustin, on the other hand, you got Mister. Man, I don't like this fight game no more. You know, there's this media and stuff, and man, 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 calling man, out man. everybody else, but calling everybody else out, and just but, nobody wants to fight him. Like at this point, he, he just has he, no fight. He goes and does that to Michael Chandler, like John at Michael Chandler, like that, and I was just like, dang. Ever since the money came in, bro, he. Nothing was the same. I don't. Bad. I don't even think it's the money. It was just the money came along with Connor, and then came the title money, and now he's realizing that the only other money has to be a high profile like that, a Nate Diaz, a uh, uh, Chandler, and he is starting. I mean, Dustin Poirier's my guy, but he be, he's becoming a little too um, just uh, thirsty. He's just a little too. The shirts, uh, the shirts too, bro. Like, can can you get a different style shirt? All right, bro. Like, oh, that, it, it uh, looked cool. Like, he 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 wore one fly shirt against Conor McGregor. It was. Fly. He get that style going. <laughs> That's the style now. He wrote it to the. End. He's riding it to the day. Yeah, dude. I was watching. There was like a pan, like a huge, like you could see like hundreds of people on the stadium, on the on the arena, and I could point out Dustin Poirier. I was like, Look, there's Dustin Poirier. There's the shirt. There's the shirt. <laughs> From like hundreds of people, I could point out Dustin Poirier. Like, I mean, you know, it's his thing. It is what it is. But yeah, rough on, on Sean Strickland because now he has to come back from that. Uh, I don't know I mean, how you do. Dude, and, uh, Sean Strickland is going to, honestly, not in a mean way, Sean Strickland is going to go back to irrelevancy. He had a yeah. nice little run. But the thing is, the real. Just because the, they associated him with the guy that knocked out Izzy, really. The, 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 re, the realization is, and. He talks this talk, this crazy talk like this. He's this crazy man and goes out there and puts on sleepers. Yeah, every single time. boring fighter. He doesn't knock anybody out. If you saw his highlights, they're all from back the old, old Reebok you, trunks. You, you sound like you're talking about Izzy, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm talking about I feel the you. old, old trunks. Dude, I know. I feel you. And yeah, bro, it's... it's Alex Pereira, thank you, Lord. I mean, he they did had it him, quick, very decisive. Bro. Yeah, all the all the sports books had him underdogs, bro. I made some money off of that boy. I was like, <laughs> underdog, and I was like, what? All right, easy money, because I knew I knew what was gonna happen, bro. I knew Alex Pereira is just gonna take one time. Sean Strickland ain't all all that, bro. He's gonna take one, which it did. Fucking left hook, boom follow-up i don't know what sean was thinking like sean was really thinking that the, he was just gonna make a mistake or 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 something or that he was easier than what he really because he didn't do anything he didn't attempt any takedowns he didn't attempt anything uh yeah. so um yeah i was no, hoping I, he I, didn't either i was like remember the last guy 
that tried to attempt the takedown against uh, Alex Pereira. He got flying need. I forgot his name, but I think it was Alex Pereira's uh, UFC debut. The dude was, dude was trying to take him down, and then eventually Pereira got him, knocked him out yeah. with the flying knee. Yeah, yeah, another knee. So that's definitely that. And Charles Strickland's not a guy to take people down either. So I don't think there would be much there. It would be very, almost a very weak, sorry attempt at it, and it would almost ruin his whole illusion of I'm this fighter. But right now, bro, with that stance he had, and I mean, that is a stance, but like he's just, I don't know, he's just so chill. Like he's just walking. And Pereira was probably thinking, like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Like, he knocked him out in two minutes. Like, I don't know, bro. That was, I felt a little too easy for Pereira. And what sucks is now he's at the title, you know? Now he's there. So good for everybody else. Good for entertainment. Definitely would have been. Bro, can you imagine a Sean Strickland versus Izzy fight? Like. The post-conference would have been the most exciting thing. The most exciting thing, yeah. Um, Post-conference. Yeah, because they were going at him. That was, oh, I love to see Izzy froze like that. Izzy, Sean had Izzy frozen, bro. That was like, yeah, I love to see it. But uh, yeah. Hey, no, what about there, the was... what about the the fight of the night, bro? Robbie Lawler versus Brian Barberena. <laughs> hey, I mean, that was a good fight. No, it, it was a banger. <laughs> but there's not much implications there. Like Robbie Lawler's just still around, just making firefights, and the other guy too. Like they're just because hey. they're not champions. That was the whole thing with these guys. Like they're not gonna be champions. Like. They're just out there to, to stand and bang. Yeah. Let's go, bro. Because that's what Strickland said too. He's like, man, I, I know I'm not gonna be a champion, but I'm just I love to fight. And I was, those guys probably are never gonna be champion, but I mean, their fights were I mean, more exciting than the champions. So Waller's like 42, bro. I mean, if anything, it's time for him. Like, I'm like, is right. he gonna hang him up, bro? Speaking of hang him up, Cowboy Cerrone, bro, hung him up. Damn. Yeah, to be an Almost. actor. <laughs> Almost kind of like teared up a little bit, almost. Yeah, I guess. I don't. I, I mean, I, I didn't. Watch, I didn't follow him like that. just like the way people talk about him, how they were talking about him, like how much of a legend he is, and to yeah. see like just somebody like that walk away is just kind of like, damn, that's crazy, bro. It's kind of like when LeBron, whenever LeBron decides to retire, I'm gonna be like, damn, bro, that's crazy. But like, do they really retire? I don't know. I don't. I, I personally also don't want it. I don't know if there is a fighter that I will get sad if they retire. I, I think I think I was a little sad about Khabib, but I wasn't that deep into the sport. Like if Khabib was still fighting up to right now and they retire, I think I would feel it. Just because I Charles do, like, Oliveira retired, I'll be sad. Honestly, no, man. Like if the thing is, I would want to almost praise. Like if Oliveira was to retire, like if he beats Islam and retires, sure, it could be like, oh, you know, you're the whole Khabib thing. Like, oh, you haven't faced, you didn't defend, all stuff. But it could also be a mic drop. Like, you're like, yo, look, man, y'all talked all this crap. I came up here, defeated anybody that y'all put in front of me, all this mess. Drop the mic, be like, I'm out. Now, I think, of course. I think, it's in this sport, I think it's because in this sport, nobody really retired. You're always like, yeah, sure, you're retired. Yeah, well, Con- well Connor has retired okay. three times. So each okay. other fight, every other fight for Connor is his comeback fight, you know. And then also nobody uh, in, in this sport nobody ever retires on top it's our it's always like they're already retired on the loss too late too late like yeah he retired on the loss sucks that's why you get the khabib or or even suhudo wins the belt and like yo i'm out like what can you say like he didn't lose he did not going out losing or anything like that said at the top and the thing is that's why suhudo can still talk all this crap because he didn't lose it. Like he just, just like, 
I'm bored of y'all. I'm out. And now he can talk all this crap, like going up to O'Malley and said, did you see that clip with uh, he's standing the there. The office, like the office. <laughs> Figueredo's just like looking around with his eyes. And yeah, like that's why Cejudo can still do that because he still kept that illusion of, oh, I'm a champion because I retired on my own terms. I dropped the mic, did my thing, and y'all weren't able to do anything about it. And now he can stand there and talk crap to O'Malley and realistically never come back into the sport. Like, I don't think Cejudo's coming back. Why would he? But I mean, why would he be in USADA's drug pool? Why would he be doing drug tests? You think he would go? You think he would go to that to keep the people talking, bro? I mean, don't 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 get me wrong. I am not surprised, but I just like realistically didn't think he would go to that extent. I think I think he would. I think he would. I think Cejudo would go to any extent to keep relevant. Like I do think that. Like I think he. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Cejudo is a wild man that loves the attention. That's why he embraced the whole cringe thing. And he, like, he didn't care what. He just wants people talking about him. And that's why he's still doing everything he's doing. That's why he's bringing in all these ads. Like, he was good, sure. But I also think growing up, he was a loser. You can see him from his, like, his, his highlights back from when he was in the Olympics. He was a really good wrestler. But look at him. He was this short little Hispanic dude full of pimples in his face with his hair sticking all the way up. Like, he wasn't the most popular person in his school. I'm pretty sure. But now, he's an Olympic gold medalist, a two-time, defend, uh, two-time world champion in UFC. People care about what he has to say now. And, like, I do think he embraces it, and he knows he needs to keep that. He has called out everybody. People that know about that are the Conor McGregors of the world. Those people that need to keep calling out every other fighter to stay relevant, to keep your name in people's mouths. That's it, Hudo. So... Uh, but he talked crap to O'Malley, who just was the first person to uh, finish Pedro Munoz. What's your take on that finish? <laughs> I was a little upset. We didn't, <clears throat> we couldn't get a, we couldn't see that fight play out. I thought it was. I already know <laughs> what you're gonna think, but actually, no. I want to hear you first. All right, the eye poke, that last eye poke. What, 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 what were your thoughts, bro? <laughs> um. Mm. Yeah. No. At the moment, I was very upset. I was like, oh, this guy just quit on me. I have literally, I had, it was the first fight I literally had just paid the 80 bucks. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? This was the only fight I was excited for. And you, you gave up. Like, this was worse than when Nick Diaz just took that knee and like gave up. This was, I do think the biggest loser here was Aljamain Sterling because his, uh, his award for the best actor has officially been taken by Pedro Munoz. Like, I was mad. Like, I was like, bro, like, that was, and it was the little things that he said. Like, he went up to ref, he was like, but that's two times already. Like, that was the second foul. So he wanted O'Malley to get disqualified. Like, he was aiming for the disqualification. So, regardless of how his eye was, he was never interested in getting back in the fight. First thing he All said he was, wanted, I, could, I was baffled because the first thing he said is like, I can't see. I can't see out of my eye. No, before, no, like, even before that, like, when the ref, like, he came, he was like, hey, are you good? Are you? He was like, man, but that was already, that's two, like. Like, pretty much, like, call, like what are you, are you, do something, like, punish him. And then for him to just, like, do the whole eye thing. Now, there have been people that come out, have come out and be like, no, like, it was pretty bad. Like, they, once they zoom in and they see all that stuff. But regardless, for me, it was just that he was never interested in going back to the fight. Like, even, like, when, uh, what's his name, when Volkanovski fought Ortega. Ortega could not see out of his eyes. Like, they yeah, were, man. like, 
There were like how many fingers? He was like, uh, three, two, five, two. Like, like he could not. But he was all he wanted was to get back into the fight. There's people who take hits and all they like. No, no, no. I'm back in. Like, get me back in. Michael Bisping won the fucking belt with one eye, and this guy was like. The fight was starting to change. He was starting to get tired. He was starting to get pieced up by O'Malley. And he was like, I'm out. I don't want to keep going with this. And he found a way out. And again, I, we pay the money to be entertained. As much as it sucks, man. I don't want to see you knocked out either. If you were my family member, I would be happy. I'd be like, okay, man, good. No more punishment. But I'm not. I'm just a crazy fan out here that spent my money and I want a good fight. I don't want to see the dude, especially the guy that I was rooting for, to just give up. That was such a crappy feeling. Wait, you were rooting for Pedro Munoz? Yeah, bro. <laughs> dude, come on. What do you mean? I always go for dude, the more Hispanic sounding name. Pedro, bro? Yeah, dude. Not for real. I was going for Pedro. Just because I figured if Pedro beat him, it's a crazy storyline. Because what, what happens now? Like, does O'Malley illusion end, or does he still keep that up? How does Pedro beat him? Does Pedro beat him by, like, a boring, like, you know, just grinding his leg? You know, whatever. No, none of that happened. So, you know, it well, is what it is. we now know Pedro wasn't going to beat him. Wasn't going to, yeah. So, it <laughs> is what it is. Now, does that prove that O'Malley is good? I don't think so, man. I mean, I, he's just neutral. His stock is neutral. I don't, I don't think, think he's he any less or any better. I think, yeah. I mean, I guess. If it wasn't for that range, I don't think it would be much, nothing spectacular. But I do think he has the range and he knows how to use it. And because of that, nobody has been able to figure him out up to now. However, he hasn't gone up against the top, top of his division. Uh, and, and, and good for him for taking his time making his way up there. Like, sometimes... We've seen one way too many times in the UFC where the a prospect like him gets rushed up to the top and they just fold and then their careers are kind of never the same. So kudos to him for that. You're looking at me stupid like what? what? No, I get it. I get it. <laughs> but that, that's his whole idea. You know, I don't want to. Um, but his thing is not that he doesn't want to rush. It's that you're not paying me for this. And I hate that mentality of somebody on a job. And you're like, I don't get paid for this. I don't get paid for this. I don't want to do I think I, I think I hate that mentality. I think that's kind of a facade because look, he just fought Pedro's in the top ten, no? I yeah, hear... but he's ranked, but he's ranked. Like he's ranked. But I do yeah, think but if I he was I, I think I if, even if he was called out by the top, and I do think most people would call him out or would be willing to fight him, I don't think he would take them. I don't think he wants because it's at least man, it could be a facade. He could be lying and just whatever. But he his argument is the whole Patty Pimlet argument, I don't get paid to fight these top people no you get paid to fight in the ultimate fighting champion whoever you like that's the idea you don't just get like you should get matched with rightful opponents not be given these easy softballs uh because you are significantly better than some of these guys so let's match you up with somebody that's good but he doesn't want to go up against the competition because he knows it's going to be harder he's gonna have to train harder and he's like i don't want to i don't get paid well, for that <clears throat> i don't well, like that mentality well from my experience on playing career mode on UFC four, you do when you get into rankings and like stuff like that, your pay does go up. You don't, there there is a different pay scale from. Yeah. But I'm sure dude, I'm sure O'Malley before he was ranked was getting paid more than some of the ranked guys. So I get it for most people, for most, like even people like Andrew and uh, Adrian Giannis, 
who's pretty popular. He's a good fighter. I do think once he starts to move up, like once he gets put back in the rankings and starts to move up. <laughs> put my boy do, back! Right? We had a good week with him, and they took him off. But I do think once they put, and he starts, yeah, his pay is going to go up. But O'Malley's not one of those guys. He, the Conor McGregor's not one of those guys. Like, these are guys that the fame supersedes their, uh, like, UFC name. And their name is just way bigger than whatever the UFC is. So the UFC makes up for it by paying them more than they would normally. And O'Malley's one of those guys. He's good, entertaining. It is what it is, man. He, I guess, won. We'll see who they put him up against, but ugh. 15 0 and 1. <laughs> One no contest. <laughs> yeah, now he has a no contest, and that sucks now because you but, want that undefeated, beautiful number zero 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 record, like my boy Habib. But you know, not everybody can have that. So, I'm my boy do Bronx. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I just I was baffled by the fact I've never seen a fighter just during an eye poke or anything like immediately just no no i can't see i can't see no no like even Bilal muhammad was over there trying to fight bro still against leon edwards bro. He's, crying, like, bro. he's nah. like no bro i can go i can go bro and dude i i'm kind of backtracking over here because i just thought of it dude that max holloway gash bro that oh, was yeah. deep i don't know how, how that fight yeah, that was ugly the the cut man's q-tip was going into the cut like they could have literally just left it there and just kind of like put the skin <laughs> around the Q-tip and just like let him go out like that. Yeah, no, that was nasty. Yeah, that was nasty. I, I, but yeah, it was it was all right card. It was uh, ugh, a lot of chess matches. And I'm I'm a checkers guy, man. I like no, checkers. No, I like the no. quick action. I don't like chess, bro. I don't like the thing. No or... takedowns. No takedowns in the main card. Oh, interesting. Oh, that's pretty interesting. So, um, you know who's on your next? You know who's on the next pay per view? <sighs> oh, you're looking it up, but yeah. it's your boy Brandon yeah, Moreno. Brandon, we're, we're, yeah, but the top of the card, Julian. We get the Juliana oh, cringe again. Gets Amanda, and then uh, dang, like, dude, we didn't have a woman's main card fight, bro. That's what was missing. They really missed that Lauren Murphy versus Misha Tate. That's what they were okay. missing. Yeah, no, next one's, we'll see. It should be good. Derek Lewis, Brandon Moreno. That'll be fire. That's mm-hmm. going to be a good card to light 30. Well, I didn't catch know. up on the Ultimate Fighter, too. I'm good on that. I'll, I'll, I'll see any highlights I need to. I don't see need to see their personalities anymore. I'm good on Julian Pena and Amanda. I'm good. Is it more Juliana or Amanda? I don't know. I don't know. I literally haven't watched it. I have seen some, like, fights online, like some no, uh, highlights. You said their personality, so... Ah well, Julian definitely. Julian definitely nothing. And, um, and Amanda's everywhere. just and and Amanda just doesn't really interest me. She's never been that interesting. Like I mean, she's cool just because she's been a like crazy champion. But outside of that, like I don't know. She has a kid. She has a wife. Yeah, I mean, she left the gym, started a new one. Like she's she's not a personality. Like she's just really good at fighting. So Juliana Pena is a personality, and I don't like it. So <laughs> that's what I mean. Uh, it is what she does it is. seem like on Ultimate Fighter. She does seem like a good like coach, bro. Those are like all she's... edits, bro. I can't imagine how much stuff gets chopped off that they don't show, and they try like she's the champion. They're gonna make her look as good as possible. Like it is what it is. Like they don't, they don't make everybody look good. She's the champion. Like they they they're not just gonna like 
put out any footage that doesn't make her. Look yeah, good but who, who do you think they want as champion? She's the champion. Who do you like, think they want it, as it, champion? It doesn't. It doesn't matter it though. Does like, matter. like especially the way, especially the way he beat her, it, it doesn't matter how much he tried. Like she is a champion, so the belt is with her. So as much as they want to defend Amanda, they can't make the belt look bad. They can't make the the champion the the gold shores like whatever. Like she is a champion. Like I oh, do really because uh, they were making Francis Ngannou look pretty bad because he wanted more money and he wanted. But you, all, but you also do know that that's that's a that's a Dana and Ngannou issue. Juliana is a UFC. She's an all star. She's she rise dies for the UFC. She's not trying to leave the organization and do her own promotions. She's just like yo, I'm on board for whatever you guys say. Whoever you need me to, whatever, like it is what it is. Like she's she's on board. Like Look, she's happy. I'm not, with the I'm not saying you're wrong, but if the UFC really wanted Amanda to look you know, better, when have I, when want... have I, when have I been wrong, David? Like it sucks sometimes, but I'm I'm rarely wrong. Okay, and I, it sucks. The... Like it sucks to admit <laughs> sometimes, but I'm not. Because <laughs> you said my boy Charles Oliveira probably twice. You said he was gonna lose. Wrong there. Okay, okay, that's different. That nobody expected that. You and deep in your heart didn't expect that. Uh, yeah, don't look at me like that. No, I feel you. I feel you. No, I, I get it. I get it. We we you never really know. Uh, I know, I know. But in other stuff, I do know. I do know. Like I told you, Izzy was a born fire. I could feel it. I feel it in my, my I could feel it. Is this all it was about just that too? Instant. It was just too soon to tell. And then he solidified it last week. He solidified it. <laughs> <laughs> he like, definitely made a statement cause, at that cause, point. Because if he would have came out and knocked out Cannoneer, all right, we, we it's over with. Like, yeah, it yeah. never really and happened. And Cannoneer was the one to knock out. Like, if you were going to knock, knock out anybody, it's Cannoneer. But even That's Brunson. That's what I thought. Even That's Brunson, I, I feel like even Brunson would have been a bigger competition. Like, it would have been, there's a threat of the takedown. There's, like, all this stuff. There was no threat. There was no threat of takedown. There was no, it was just... He might have power in his hands, and I don't want to get hit. So, uh, yeah, th- if he if you know he was gonna knock out anybody, that was the guy to knock maybe, out. Maybe maybe he should have went against Sean Strickland. Sean Strickland would have just been an open target, and Izzy could have got a knockout. <laughs> I think they would both just be very defensive, and I think Sean Strickland versus uh, Izzy would just be another boring twenty, another chess match. Let me put it in y'all's terms uh, against Sean Strickland. You know, so yeah, it, it right. is what it is. But it's all right. We'll talk for the next one. We'll see what's uh, hopefully the UFC fixes this abysmal card and born champion and makes right. Don't mean to be hard on them, but, you know, just I want my money back low key. At least half, bro. At least half. At least half, bro. Like, oh, dude. But it's what it is. Still a UFC fan. I'll buy all the upcoming UFCs most likely. I I was able to. Make my money back plus more off of betting off. So I saw that man. I think that looked pretty cool. I like the concept of getting my money back. Yeah, but that, I don't like the I don't like the concept though of losing my money of even more money on these fights. Yeah, so. but I mean, I got lucky just because Pereira was such. Like I said, I don't know why they had had Pereira as such an underdog on so many things. When I knew, I was like, do I know something y'all don't? Like Pereira's gonna knock this man out. Like yeah. Easy. Like we we knew he, Sean Strickland made one mistake and it was a wrap. Like Sean Strickland had to be perfect the whole time for him not to get knocked down. We knew that wasn't gonna happen. So, yeah, so again, sucks to be right, but yeah. hey, um, well, two fans got it here first. I don't know what you got here first, but you know it's me and Caesar. Well, hopefully you uh, get this at all because you know there's been a lot of podcasts <laughs> that we record that don't make it out the 
the they get lost. So. Hey, now you're ruining the sliced apples illusion, bro. <laughs> no, I think it's just us because I think you have other helpers on the other part. Right now, it's just you and me. And two fans. I saw, I saw him some some weird faces as he was trying to bring it up. So we'll we'll see. We'll see if they two see fans. It. Y'all know where to follow follow us at Slice Apples Pod on Twitter at Slice Apples Podcast on Instagram and everywhere else. He's at Caesar Cast Junior. You know where to find me at. Everywhere else. And hasta la vista. Until next time, suckers.